it seems like every year society is flabbergasted because there's always these paintings that seem to be like four very abstract lines literally looks like it was drawn in some grade three classroom that ends up being sold in an auction for around three million dollars and then 10 years later that same painting goes for anywhere between 10 to 15 million dollars and again our minds are blown again you see us as average investors we can't even fathom this but the rich the successful people they're seeing those paintings and they see the absolute value in those investments that's right rich people aren't paying for five million dollar paintings because they just like art they're doing it for investments you see this is just cash that they can take and move around the country without being stopped without being hassled for having 25 grand on them or 10 million dollars on them it's just another way for them to invest in cash that appreciates through time and like a fine painting catches a great investor's eyes i'm telling you today that nba sports cards are that fine painting for the average investor in this video i'm going to tell you guys why that i recently just spent a thousand dollars on nba sports cards and i've never invested in sports cards again this is just an interesting thing for me so i'm gonna tell you a thousand the reason why i spent a thousand dollars on buying my first nba sports cards and i'm gonna give you six reasons why this nba sport card market is booming the way that it is hi my name is fly Sue. this is uneducated investor podcast where we connect business to pop culture feel free to drop a like because this video takes so long to make and it really helps it appreciate it if you just take a second and hit that like button honestly it really means a lot and of course subscribe because we do investing content all the time where we talk about what's going on in the news and throw a little investing angle to it so flight crew let's get better at investing together now a lot of you might have clicked on this video because you've been recently listening to a lot of Gary Vaynerchuk and he's been going off about NBA sports cards. So me as someone who listens to him here in time and time and again, I want to take this really to put a microscope to the things that he's been saying recently about him. So one of his famous quotes is talking about how if you bought the NBA heavyweight Giannis onto Kumpo's rookie card in February of 2019 for $350, you could have sold it for $650 American in around June, May, July time. And lo and behold, it was right. Now, me being an investor, me being someone who is always looking for a good investment, I'll be lucky if I make 20% back of return on my money. So when I heard of someone investing in NBA cards making over double or 50% of on a return, it just, it honestly blew my mind. So I did my research and after uncovering and doing my research, I'm gonna help and cut your research in half a little bit and see if this is the right investment for you. So the first reason that the NBA card market is blowing up is because of this whole grading system they have. See, normally when you buy something off eBay, you don't know if it's authentic. You don't know if it's the real thing. You don't know the quality of that thing that you're buying off eBay. And especially when it comes to buying higher and higher valuable items, you really want to be certain if you're getting the real deal. Nothing's worse than getting some tickets online and finding out that they're fake tickets that they photocopied and now you're stuck at the concert door. So when it comes to buying cars off of online, an authentication system really helps. 
throw in the whole PSA grading system and the BGS grading system. Now what they do, and I'll show you an NBA card here. This is Anthony Davis, one of my favorites I got. Really excited for him. He just got traded to the Lakers. It's gonna be a breakout year. He's basically, him or Giannis is gonna be the next LeBron in the league, so I'm super excited. So Anthony Davis here, um, as you can see, it's this card isn't a hard case. And the reason why this card isn't a hard case is because when you go get a card graded, they check for a couple things. They wanna see how well did the manufacturer center it? How well are the edges? What great condition are they? How are the corners? How is the surface? This goes on beyond more than just, did you scratch the card or not? But this goes on to the fact of, did the manufacturer print it correctly? Now, after your card's graded, it gets put in this hard plastic case. Now, you can't get the card out of that case without severely damaging the case, and that ensures that whoever is buying your card when you sell it knows exactly that that card is worth the number on it. Now, back to the case, you can see that this Anthony Davis card I have has a 9.5 rating. Now, that's out of 10, which means it is basically the highest quality of card, and as a buyer if you're interested in buying that you can be certain of that when you see it now what makes this so interesting is just like you can check the stock chart of a company like facebook you can check the recently solds of an nba card so if you notice and there's a lot of sites that do this just to let you know so if you notice that the recently solds are going up on an up trajectory then of course you're like, oh wow, this card is still appreciating value. And of course on cool sites like eBay, you can even look at the recently solds of that card. So you can see if people are actively buying that NBA card. This makes a high liquidity market for that card because it ensures that there are actually buyers out there and people who are interested in getting that card. Second point, and we kind of got in already, it is the price history. Now, the fact that you're able to look back in the card's history, you can start making predictions about the future. You can start to think, okay, what am I gonna expect in the future? Just like as we said before, a stock like Facebook or Apple, you can see a clear trajectory of that card going up in value. So that way, when you're going to buy, you know what the market value for that card is. It is very easy to determine approximately how much you should generally be paying for that card. Now, if you're a collector, you might be willing to spend a bit more. If you're an investor, you might be willing to spend a bit more or less. It all depends on what your angle of that card is. If you're looking to hold it for 10 years, it's not that bad spending a bit more. If you're looking to quick flip, maybe you want a bit better deals. But because there is such an easy to track price history, of these cards, it's very easy to be very comfortable that knowing what you're paying for the card is actually what it's worth. Third reason that these NBA card markets blowing up has to be eBay. eBay traditionally has been the auction place that creates a market for things that normally don't really have that market. And because of eBay, you know that you have an access of thousands to millions of potential buyers for the product that you're selling. So if there is no card markets in your surrounding area, you know that online there is countless amount of people who are drooling at the idea of even just correct beautiful card. This means that as a buyer of a card, you can be pretty certain that eventually there will be someone to buy it. If you don't wanna sell it for a loss, you can always sell it for higher in the future because there's always gonna be people in the market because you have access to the world to sell it to. 
normally in the back in the days when you're just selling baseball cards, you had to go to a local show or you had to go to a national show. These shows would give you access to sell your cards to the potential market that's around you. But with eBay, your market's worldwide. You can sell anywhere in the world. And once again, I mentioned before, and eBay, they have sold listings. So you can see exactly what your card has been selling for and know that, hey, the market is up for my card. Maybe now's a good time to sell my card because people are in high demand of the products I have. Fourth reason has to be the idea of collectibles versus cash. You see, one of the big reasons that I spent $1,000 on NBA cards is because I'm in a blessed position where I finally paid off my student debt. You know, I have excess money now. You know, I'm not paying off for a house. I didn't want to buy a depreciating asset like a car. And I just decided that the collectibles market, because you put your cash in and it pretty much holds or appreciates value, it might be a little cool something to spend my money on that's not splurging because essentially I'm just transferring my money into an asset that I can hold and look at that actually appreciates pretty much better than the stock market if you know what you're doing. For instance, look at this card here. Here. This is a rookie card. This is Josh Rosen. He's going to be playing on uh, the Arizona. I don't even know what team he's going to play on. I think it's like the Miami Dolphins. You can tell I'm not a big football player, but look at how cool this card looks. It's green cracked ice. It's a uh, green crystals prism card. It just looks very cool, very appealing. And I could have 50, 60, $70 in my bank, or I could look at my 60, $70 framed up in a plastic place like this. And if I want to sell it in the future, I can. But if I don't want to, I don't have to. You see, there's something so cool about the card market, which is as a collector of an item, the item itself is very alluring. It's very seductive. It's very precious. When you hold the cards, when you feel them, when you look at them, you feel the emotions that you have for the sport. You feel the journey that the player took. It's like owning a piece of that player that you resonated with, you know, that player who's watched their games, you watched them play. It's like owning a player's jersey. It's just another way to connect with your sport that you have that $60 or $100 in the bank doesn't get you. So trust me, when you once you get the card and you see it there and you see your favorite player that you have or you see that upcoming rookie that you have, you have a different connection with the card, just similar to when you were younger, you had Pokemon cards or maybe you play with Yu-Gi-Oh cards. These cards have that special connection that once you get it, you understand why people are spending upwards to $1,000 for something like a James Harden card or $30,000 for something like a LeBron James card. Number five, this card market is an immature market still. So me as an investor, I can see the arbitrage risk-free profit opportunities within this market that appear here that don't necessarily appear in the stock market. What do I mean? One of the most recommended financial books of all time is The Intelligent Investor. Uh, great book. Maybe I'll put the link down below. But essentially, this book will tell you things such as fundamental analysis, such as P-E ratios, and give you ways to evaluate stocks that give you an advantage when it comes to your peers who are also evaluating the stocks. You can find an undervalued stock in the market because you know this math that other people aren't paying attention to. That was written in like the 1950s. Fast forward to the 2010s or 2020s. 
Uh, things have changed. Huge corporations have a bunch of ratios, a bunch of in-depth financial models, and an esteemed crowd of analysts from the top schools who know exactly how to value an undervalued asset and find it a lot faster than you even could sniff your nose at. If you're investing in stocks, the best thing to do is invest in index fund ETFs and ride the growth of the American economy upwards and get that 8% return every year. If ETF to look at, maybe VTI, maybe SPY, you know, just the classics, just look at them, see for yourself if that's a good investment for you. However, investing in individual stocks may be a little risky because the stock is probably priced to the market. You see, people are already paying for that stock, what that stock is worth. So it's hard to find those extra returns for certain stocks if you're an average investor and don't have, aren't privileged to that information. Even if you have a great understanding of fundamental analysis, a company like a Goldman Sachs will have their team of analysts find that undervalued stock a lot long time before you do, typically. So although you'll hit big on one stock, you'll probably end up losing big on another if you're an average investor who's not spending a minimum of three to seven hours a day on finance. When it comes to NBA cards though, this market's immature in the sense that not a lot of people are in there to make money. A lot of people are in there, you know, used to be baseball collectors and now they're basketball collectors. So maybe they don't have that extensive basketball knowledge that a basketball fan, longtime basketball fan wouldn't have. A lot of people who are there for strictly making a profit and have big pools of money haven't entered the marketplace. So when like big time investors really start going in there with a hundred thousand or $10 million to invest into NBA cards, then you're gonna see the prices of these cards actually reflect what they should be. The reason why the Giannis card appreciated so much in February, from February to June, is a lot of people don't realize that they know Giannis is good. There's still a big crowd of people who don't know that Giannis is the second or best player in the league. The same way that a lot of people, I believe, don't know that Anthony Davis is the second player or best player in the league. He's up there right now and a lot of people aren't familiar with these players still. And just because as a basketball fan and a basketball player in the past, because I've been watching the NBA for a long time, it's very easy for me to see that Giannis is gonna be a great player. However, if you were someone who was a baseball card collector, which a lot of these basketball card collectors at the time are, if you were someone who collected baseball cards, you see that Giannis is good, but maybe you're not aware of how good he is because you're very, you know, you're looking at the stats or you're looking at just the articles. Maybe you don't understand how much better than everyone else he is because this isn't the sport you grow up with. The same way that I barely know anything about Josh Rosen, but he has a cool green ice crystal prism card. An immature market will always have extra gain ability when it comes to investing. And I thought, why not spend a thousand, put a thousand dollars there. And last but not least, the last reason why I spent $1,000 on NBA cards, of course, has to be the NBA is just such a growing market. You see, the biggest sport right now, I believe in America, is NFL. They make a ton of revenue. It's been growing every year exponentially. However, the NFL has one fundamental problem. They wear helmets. This makes it very hard for fans to recognize players. I'd argue that the most famous player in the NFL right now, Tom Brady, could walk through a Walmart in New York and maybe not everyone would even know who he is. However, you take a 6'8 player on any NBA team, 
put them in a mall and people be scratching their head and be like is that guy in the nba wait which nba player he is i, I think he's in the end i think he's in the nba even you can take the top 10 players on the nba no guarantee no questions asked they are far more recognizable than the top 10 greatest players of all time in the nfl maybe not all time but probably like I, I i would probably put money on that we live in an age where personal brand is that new asset class people are literally making life money wages off of instagram just from knowing how to post well so of course with the nba creating huge personal brand equity because the players don't wear helmets you can recognize what they look like you can have people like swaggy p nick young who's not even the top 50 best nba players and has heavy face recognition because you can see his face the nba is great at creating content because of course dunks and flashy plastic and crossovers make great micro bits for the current social media landscape that we have that's instagram that's youtube it makes great highlight content another trend that the nba has that others don't really is that you know sports in general are the only thing people really watch on tv anymore it's live sports get tv packages sold so of course leagues like the nba are going to make more money and more money and they're going to grow more and more in popularity get better and better athletes and then you know the cycle goes on so therefore owning a card thinking that there's going to be more nba fans in the future as it goes international to you know africa that's why players like pascal siakam are coming over as it becomes more and more popular owning these cards now are going to be worth so much in the future recently a michael jordan card was sold for three hundred fifty thousand dollars you can go on ebay right now and look at lebron james cards most of them multiple of them worth over thirty thousand dollars these cards appreciate like crazy and let me tell you something that lebron james card in 2004 was not worth thirty thousand dollars these things appreciate ridiculously and that's why going into the nba card market may be a great investment for you but of course right now it is a great investment hopefully for me at the end of the video i just want to show you my cards again oh i like this one it's the green crystals look so cool you've seen that one of course donovan mitchell i really like what i really like about donovan mitchell um this is my nba card that i'm getting here silver prism i think donovan mitchell had an off year this year but he has a chance of becoming an all-star and a great player and maybe an nba champion it may be an NBA champion eventually. I thought it'd be a great pickup, of course. Um, those are all the three cards I have right now. I also have Pascal Siakam coming in the mail. I think because Kawhi Leonard left the Raptors, Pascal Siakam is going to have an absolute terror of a season. And it's a chance to be one of the greatest players ever. So I'm like, why not make a bet on that and grab a piece of that card? Even if he doesn't you know, win another championship, he's already a champion. So he's going to go down as a legend, especially from anyone who's from the country that he's from. They'll definitely want his card in the future. And if I have it, it's such a great, easy investment. Once again, my name is Fly Stewie and the best, the most brightest investors are the uneducated ones. Why is that? That's because the uneducated investor, they never, they never stop learning. Thank you, Fly Crew, and we have to take off.